Oh, I, I just died in your arms tonight. I am Tony P. This is the Oddcast. Cue the music. This is coming at you from the Huffington Post, Alton, Illinois. We're still in COVID. We're still in house quarantine lockdown. As I record this, the mayor of a small city in Illinois warned citizens that he'd ordered police to break up parties and issue citations to enforce the state's stay-at-home orders that are meant to slow the coronavirus pandemic. Man, that is serious. I, I knew, you know, like people were doing that, but I see plenty of people out. I didn't know the, the police were coming to break it up. However, once the officers got there and broke up one of the parties, they found the mayor's wife. (laughs) The mayor was quoted as saying, these are very serious times. I'm begging you, please stay home. Parents, please keep your kids at home. Doing so is vital to our health, which I agree with. It is. You know who didn't agree? Mrs. What is her name? Uh, Mrs. Walker. On Monday, the mayor issued a statement on Facebook saying police has found his wife at a bar in the city that was operating in violation. Walker said he was embarrassed and apologized to his constituents. What You know, what I don't get. I mean, first of all, you know, I'm not saying he's supposed to know where his wife's at 24-7. That's ridiculous. I'm not going to go there. But you didn't coordinate like... If I'm the mayor's wife and I'm out at bars and I'm not supposed to be, I'm at least going to let you know, like, hey, dog, um, you know, maybe don't raid the bar because I'm out drinking. My wife is an adult capable of making her own decisions. And in this instance, she exhibited a stunning lack of judgment. She will face, and I quote, the same consequences for her ill-advised decision. Whatever. You know that ain't true. Probably just going to lie to everybody, man. Walker did not provide the name of his wife, nor was she identified in local news reports. Oh, that's cool. Alton is a city of 26,000 people. Uh, Everyone knows who who his wife is. No, it, it's the mayor's wife. Uh, he didn't say her name. I don't know who it could be. I don't know. It's Mrs. Walker. You know, the mayor's wife. All right, this story coming at you from the BBC, makers of Doctor Who and uh, Luther. You check them out. Uh, this story, however, comes out of South Africa. It is another COVID-related relationship woe. Married life got off to an unexpected start for a pair of newlyweds in South Africa when police showed up to the party. They had received a tip-off that the wedding in KwaZulu-Natal was happening on Sunday, despite... A nationwide ban on all public gatherings. All 50 wedding guests, the pastor, and the newlyweds were arrested and taken to the police station outside Richards Bay. Yo, I'm telling you. And these other countries, man, they don't play. We said don't go out. Don't go out. We will come get you. The whole group is going to be charged in court. Widely circulated videos show the moment the besuited 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 like in a suit that's what that means all right 
besuited groom helps his wife into the back of a police van in her white wedding dress, complete with train and veil. I wonder if they got pictures of that. Can you get, like, like the photographer? The couple have not yet been named by police or local media. Who cares? The Matt Lutzi municipality said the newlyweds would be spending their honeymoon under stringent bail conditions. You know what? I would do, um... Oh, crap. They already got their gifts. I was going to say, I would do, like, a like a wedding thing, like, online. Like, yo, can we get some uh, money for our bail? But I guess that's where they'll take the box of money and just go do bail. Nothing but essential movement is permitted, and there's even a ban on buying alcohol and cigarettes in South Africa. Correspondents do say South Africa's response to the pandemic has been ruthlessly efficient. That is more than we can say in the U.S. This next story comes from NPR. In fact, out of Oregon, all three, all three off the top today are uh, coronavirus. You know, I may have mentioned this last episode. I wanted to find all this funny news and all our funny news, all the news, all of the news has been coronavirus. The coronavirus has not been kind to supplies of toilet paper, along with the obvious items such as hand sanitizer and disinfectants. Rolls of tissue have been hard to find at local markets. People stock up and hunker down. A Bankstown mother and daughter have been charged after a fight over toilet paper in Woolworths. The vision of the shoppers arguing with another woman went viral as supermarkets impose new purchase limits to curb coronavirus hysteria. The fight over toilet paper that went viral around the world. I just want one pack. No, not one pack. So let you know. Let's talk about it. Um, it's a little, it's a little uncomfortable. This is a little, not graphic, but it is what it is. You know. Of all the things I need for my coronavirus lockdown, yes, toilet paper is nice, but I'm not stocking. I need food. You know, no food. I don't need the toilet paper. But quite frankly, you know, I'm home all day. I'll you you can. There are other ways to clean and cleanse yourself for example in your shower or bathtub you know so i just don't think i don't i'm curious to know what people think will happen if they run out of toilet paper like do they not have any idea how to handle that situation where to go from there what to do because it has been it's been a serious panic over some dang toilet paper anyway back to the article please for goodness sake don't panic exactly see don't panic if you run out. That, at least, is the earnest request of the police department in Newport, Oregon. And I quote, this is real, from the police. It's hard to believe that we even have to post this. Well, first off, people, please do not call 911 just because you ran out of toilet paper. The department had to tell the residents on a Facebook post. And I quote, you will survive without our assistance. That's the part I'm baffled about. I don't know what people... Store shelves may not be flush with the two-ply right now, but police warn that whatever folks may think, the police cannot assist with this need. Instead, they helpfully offered some alternatives gleaned from the... 
Annals? A-N-N-A-L-S. That's just, I think, a wise word choice. Annals of Human History? Improvised instrument. Ew. Ew. What? Ew. Instead, they helpfully offered some alternatives gleaned from the Annals of Human History. Improvised instruments such as dried corn cobs and pages torn from old magazines. What? Seamen used old rope and anchor lines soaked in salt water. Ancient Romans used a sea sponge on a stick, also soaked in salt water. We're a coastal town. We have an abundance of salt water. What? I'm so confused. So, okay, spoiler. I don't read these articles in their entirety, if you couldn't tell, before I pull them up. I thought the headline was funny. I thought it fit the theme, you know, this ongoing COVID thing. What? I Why? Why? Don't email me. You you know, you can email me anytime, uh, TonyPodcast at gmail.com. But don't email me with this because I'm I'm just confused. However, bidet sales are up as makers have told multiple media outlets that they've seen sales of their bottom washers skyrocket in recent weeks. The Associated Press also reports that One enterprising man in Southern California has come up with a novel way to meet the demand, such as a street corner toilet paper exchange. This is dumb. And and Newport police ended their public service announcement with some soothing words. This too shall pass. Just don't call 911. From the Irish Post. This will be funny. Crazy Irish folks. Vancouver. Oh, sorry. Vancouver, silly Canadians. Washington. Crap. It's the Americans again. Miley from Vancouver, Washington. Thought she was doing her bit to stop the spread of the coronavirus by thoroughly washing her hands with a bar of soap. Pretty simple, man. If you touch something, go wash your dang hands. Keep it clean. Unfortunately, (laughs) unfortunately, she instead succeeded in spreading some rather mature-looking cheddar on her hands over the course of several days. I know that sounds like a euphemism for maybe something else, but it's not. She shared her story on Reddit, and Miley explained how the cheese ended up being mistaken for a bit of soap after it was left out of the fridge following a drunken late-night snack. We've all been there, right? Waking the next morning, she assumed the lump was from the remnants of bar soap. She was also keen to stress that she actually does keep a bar of yellow soap nearby, which is why she mixed it up. It wasn't just, you know, mixed up white dove with some yellow cheddar. I just realized my soap wasn't working because it was literally a block of cheese. I would not admit that. You know what? Yes, I would. Sometimes stuff's just so silly, man. I use liquid soap for the dishes, but bar soap, like this is gentler on my hands. After a couple days, she asked herself, why isn't this foaming? Or maybe why does it smell like cheese? You know, that would, it wouldn't be the three days of not foaming. It would be the one day of this smells like food. I come to realize it was a dried out square of Tillamook sharp cheddar cheese. They won't be sponsoring the show after we said their cheese looks like soap. 
I suspect I left it out when I was intoxicated and just forgot. So, of course, people were quick to comment and had some obvious questions. One man asked, but that must mean, have we been eating mac and soap the entire week? A second echoed the concerns. Does that mean you put the soap in the fridge? While the third, coming around to save the day, said, you know, to be fair, it does kind of look like a block of soap. No, not to be fair. It doesn't smell like soap. Doesn't feel like soap. They're both orange. That's it. They can't all be COVID stories. Let's see. Nope. Yep, they are. Really? So I was hoping they weren't all COVID stories. We had one about hand washing, which, you know, technically wasn't, but it is. So we're going to wrap it up with our last COVID story, the fifth story, coming from WKMG News 6 Orlando, Okeechobee County, Florida. I know you probably think I'm making that up. I'm not. I live around there. Well, in the southeast, it's a real place. There's really Okeechobee County. A Florida commissioner is backpedaling and apologizing after he suggested during a public meeting that breathing in the heat from a hairdryer could kill the coronavirus. Okeechobee County Commissioner Bryant Culpepper said during an emergency session that he saw a video that's been circulating online and that and that if your nasal passages are cool you can heat them up enough and the virus just falls apart and disintegrates. Now, I'm no public health professional. So you hold a blow dry in front of your face and you inhale with your nose and it kills all the viruses. Sounds like a simplified way of doing things, but sometimes the cures for some of these diseases are very simple. When? When has that ever been? Please, you can email me for this one. Tony P at gmail.com. Again, I'm no public health professional. But when was there a cure for a disease that was very simple? You know, you just, you just put the hairdryer on. Just drink some uh, fish oil or something. <laughs> Tiffany Collins, an administrator of the Florida Department of Health in Okeechobee, was also present at the emergency meeting and was quick to discredit. Culpepper's home remedy. There's just a lot of misinformation on how to cure this disease, and I personally would just leave that to your medical provider. I think that was nice. What she wanted to say was, uh, what? Hold up. Culpepper has since taken to social media to apologize for his remarks. Do you get to apologize for... I feel like if, if I say something dumb like that, that dumb... Just, I'm going, I'm owning it. I'm owning, I'm heartfully sorry for the comments I made on social media. I'm heartfully sorry for comments I made on social media. I was only trying to give comfort to those in Okeechobee who have no insurance to treat their families. I apologize for the embarrassment that I caused to my fellow commissioners and our administrator and her staff. You know, man, I sincerely sympathize when you have constituents and people and families out there, man, who don't have insurance and are scared and worried. I'm with you. Where you lose me is I'm just going to take some crap I read on the internet and throw that out there. 
And like you didn't think to ask, hey, let me run this by you real quick. Blow dryer in the nose. You think that works before I go and tell everyone to do that? Apparently, the false claim is one of many around the new virus that doctors are trying to debunk. False. Please don't. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> that was <laughs> from, from a uh, infectious disease professor at the University of Maryland. False. Please don't. The World Health Organization has said that hand dryers cannot kill the new coronavirus and noted that the virus can still be transmitted in hot and humid climates. Another doctor came in to say, depending on how hot the blow dryer gets, I'd be concerned with other adverse effects. I can see it now. The COVID cases will go down, but the nose burn injuries are going to skyrocket through the roof. All right, all right, all right. That is it. That is it on what turned out to be a very uh, COVID edition of the Oddcast. If you got this far, please rate and subscribe in your favorite podcast app. If you want to help support the show, you can check me out at patreon.com backslash Tony P. Oddcast. I'm also going to start putting up an extra story there that I don't cover on the show. So do you want to submit your own story? That'd be cool. Uh, you can email me at TonyPodcast at gmail.com. Find something you think is hilarious. Oh, I want it on the show. Send it to me, man. I'll give you some credit. Mention your name on the show and share your story. So, you may have had a bad day. And I got a lot to pick from in this one. <laughs> you may have had a bad day, but at least get it and get arrested on your wedding day. Thank you so much for listening. <laughs>